is Genoa. It's Yusuf. And this is In Flight Entertainment. Yes, it's December. Um, I hope everyone is getting their goods and presents and gifts and whatnot for everyone. Um, we're going to give you guys like a rebound from last week's uh, review uh, with something you know that's a lot more viewable, watchable than the last uh, episode that we did in the form of Don't Work Darn the last week. But we we, we, we tend to we're gonna rebound from that. We're gonna rebound. Yeah. We're gonna well, that, was, that wasn't us. Re- that, we didn't need a rebound. The people that worked on that on that movie that we reviewed last week needed need a major rebound. Yeah, yes, um, you're right. We you know what? You're right. I, and I, I would say we did a pub, a public service reviewing it. If we want to flip it to that, like it's like, hey, we try to like we want to give you guys kind of a fair warning of this threat that's out here in the form of this movie that you should stay away from. Yeah, so, public yeah. service is a nice way to put that. Exactly. Um, yeah, we're trying to save yes. the, the ears, eyes, insanity of our viewers by sidestepping things that we want you guys to like stay sane and not watch yeah i mean basically we save someone two and a half hours of their life hopefully 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 fingers crossed (laughs) uh but we gotta lean more to a comic book family-esque uh movie in the form of 2022 this year uh black adam yes so according to imdb this is uh, the description says, nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. Hmm. I kind of like that one. Yeah, that, yeah that, that's a fantastic description. Basically, look, guys. Do you like Fast and Furious? Do you like fighting movies? Do you like comic movies? Then you'll enjoy this movie. Go see it. Oh, man. You pretty much hit those three bullseyes with your eyes closed. Yes. All three of those references is this movie. And I've heard that they were trying to get the Black Adam project up for years. And... Uh, and, but, and when you watch it, it do feel like it was probably about 10 years, a little too late for us, you know, it just came out like 2012 or something. You're probably like, oh, this, this is. Like oh, man. Amazing. Yeah. 2012. This would have been all like everyone have been. Oh, my God. Black Adam, the fighting scenes, the action. It's just nonstop movement, movement, movement. <laughs> Yeah, but post in game, we kind of like, oh, okay, Black Adam, cool. Now, now we have like this new expectations of our comic book movies should be telling more of a story rather than just fighting, fighting, fighting. Right. It is, it, it is the perfect early two thousands comic book movie, um, and some fantastic fighting scenes and some fa- fantastic action. But it's not a twenty twenty movie right exactly it, it feels kind of dated but it's like if you watch it through the lens of that yeah i mean just to general's point it, it's fast and if you're it's just like punchy punchy through throw through buildings explosions explosions, explosions more punchy 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 you know it's like if you want if you want that this delivers <laughs> Info. 
Yeah. I mean, the beginning of it, I, I, I did enjoy how like it, the movie opens up in, in ancient Egypt. It, it gave me a bit of the, um, there's a movie from the early 2000s that takes place in ancient Egypt. I want to say, the is it two, no, <laughs> no uh, uh, I want to say it's like 2000 BC or something. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, it has mammoths in it. That's all I remember in the pyramids. Um, but it had that same sort of like feeling where, and I know this doesn't take place. Well, I guess it does take place in Egypt according to this description, uh, or Egyptian gods, but it was a different city or town yeah, or it's like a country. Town. Like, yeah. Got it. In the movie. Yeah. But um, it is Egypt though. <laughs> uh, but it did give me like vibes of that movie. Um, in that you have the, I guess any, any movie that starts, that takes place in ancient Egypt where you have the ruling class that are subjugating the poor and the slaves to do their work and to build their temples. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it starts out with that and, and really sets the stage of the 1% versus the 99%, which we, we could apply to things happening to today also. Uh, but beyond that, who's in the movie? Uh, no other than Dwayne. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Johnson. Um, and then we have Aldous Hodge. Did you used to watch Leverage? Oh, I still watch Leverage. And he yeah. still comes on. And like uh, Amazon Prime has a new season, two new seasons of Leverage. Um, and he comes on like maybe every third episode. Um, he plays <laughs> a computer here, geek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Which is yeah. great because I, I thoroughly enjoyed his like nerdy computer character on that mm. series. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's in here. He's Hawkman. Uh, we have Sarah Shahi, um, Noah Centino as Adam Smasher. We have Quintessa Swindle as Cyclone, and no other than Pierce Shakenaster Brosnan as Doctor Fate. Yes, and then so those are uh, some of the, the the other superheroes in the movie, and then we have your non-superheroes we have sarah uh wait did you say sarah already yeah uh a uh, uh, cyclone like quintess quintessa swindle cyclone. not cyclone we have the mom played by sarah shahi, uh, shahi right yeah adriana yes and then we have marwan kanzari Mm-hmm. And please apologize. I apologize because I'm sure I'm messing up people's names. <laughs> um, Bodhi Saban guy? Saban Jui. Saban Jui? Okay, yeah. Bodhi. I would, uh, yeah. I would say Saban guy, but. Guy. Okay, <laughs> I, I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Mohammed Amir, James Kastam Moyer, uh, Jolene Christian, Benjamin Patterson, and a few other folks. Yeah, and there's a couple of, uh, I guess, camp, like cameos. Uh, well, you have a really quick Henry, Henry Winkler <laughs> uh, appearance in the movie. And for people who um, are familiar or up to date with the DC 
the DC unit, well, before, I don't know, I heard they changed some stuff around, but the DCEU uh, through like Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, uh, you have in in that world, you have a reoccurring um, character, kind of like, you know, a Nick Fury, if you will, and in, in the form of Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. She's kind of like the connecting tissue with like Suicide Squad and all these other people. Now, her agency comes into play in this particular movie of Black Adam because her agency is tapped to capture uh, Black Adam. So that's where all the other characters come in outside of Black Adam in this movie. Right. I I have to say that was my biggest issue with this movie is that it's making an assumption that you know a whole lot about the DC universe um, and that you know who Amanda is and you understand why she has this um, collection of superheroes that are out to go collect another superhero or like put him in his place, so to speak. Um, yeah. It didn't really like it automatically. I guess you get to you understand what Adam Smasher and Cyclones and Dr. Fates and Hawkman's powers are when they start to fight Black Adam. But there's a whole lot of assumptions made in the first 20 minutes, which I feel like, again, if this was a movie from like 2004, we would totally be into it. But, <laughs> but with some of the writing that has been delivered on other comic book movies, um, it's just it just it felt like the screenplay was written in 2000 and it took 20 years to create the movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then they kind of like, oh, well, let's lasso this, you know, this agency in here, you know, to set up these new characters like Hawkman and yada, 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 you know, to, to be justified to go in to get. Like Adam kind of situation, uh, but you're yeah. right. You know, like if you if you if you haven't watched any other Suicide Squads, if you didn't watch Peacemaker or anything like that, and you see Viola Davis pop up, you're like, okay, so who's Viola? Who, who's Viola Davis in this movie? Like, who is she? I don't know yeah. if she was in this movie. Like, what's going on? You know. Yeah. Side note: um, This was the first time where The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, looked really old. I don't know if you noticed, like his face, like all of a sudden he looked 10 years older than he has in all of his other movies. Uh, yeah, you know, how I know, I know he's getting older, but he actually looked old. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess like all those high, high I mean, def he, film cameras. In I think he's, he, I think he's our age. <laughs> Uh, oh, he's two years older than me. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so he just turned 50, which, you know, he, he has all of the, uh, the wrinkles around the eyes were really showing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. There well, was just, there were some close ups of his faces where, you know, like normally where he does the eye, where it was just like, oh, your face got old. Uh, and that kept it distracted me a couple times. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It was because it's the high def cameras that they were using because in interviews, he doesn't look old. 
No, no. Yeah, no, they're like definitely how them cameras capture all the wrinkles and stuff. <laughs> no matter how much they bronze him or whatever they try to do to his face. However, on the flip side, Pierce Brosnan was still looking quite fine. <laughs> well, Bond is always Bond. Like he's always gonna be a suave debonair. Right. Well, and, and and Aldous Hodge was also looking quite fine. So uh <laughs> I'm not sure who was supposed to be the heartthrob in this movie or if there was any, but uh, Dwayne was, oh, Hodges was born in 86. Okay, so he's still a baby. Yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> he still have youth on his side, so he's fine. Yeah, so, you know, that makes sense. Pierce Brosnan, I feel like they threw him in for, for the, like, boomer, older Gen X people, because um, he's my mom's age. But he was still looking very nice for someone that is uh, 70. Pierce is 70? <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's, 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 still, he's still got it. You know, all of a sudden. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what I did, like, you know, what they tried to say as far as the story in this situation and uh what's the uh, what's the it's it's called it's called con condoc that's the name of the city you know the fictional city the condoc whatever um what i really thought was pretty cool that they were kind of harping on is in the city like modern day conduct that was you know kind of uh this this city where all these all these other entities like military entities kind of just come through the city and kind of plant their flag and don't really give a you know damn about the people in in there so they're constantly like oppressed by other you know countries or other like military entities you know knowing that this you know this city can't fight back so when Black Adam comes on the scene, which is, you know, it's pretty much his people, he just pretty much, you know, do damage to these people that's oppressing his people, right? And so once the, I think the Justice Society comes in, that's Amanda Waller's people, you know. Right, but, but again, I don't think in any of the, in the other previous movies or TV shows they've actually ever called it the Justice Society. I feel like this was the first time they actually gave it a name. Right. I mean, we know it's the Justice League and the Justice Society because the cartoon from the 80s or people that read the comics. Um, but I don't think they've ever called it that actively mm -hmm. in any previous these no, TV shows. No, not that I know of. Like I said, I was never up on all those CW shows. They probably would have dropped that name here and there, but I can tell you. Well, I've watched all of those. Did they um, ever drop a JSA? <laughs> Justice Society? Of, it's like a JSA. Um, if, they, if they did, I've told, I totally missed it. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, but you have them coming in, and then you have the oh. people of what, what? Oh, apparently in Star Girl they they mentioned it. Yeah, they I, I didn't watch Star Girl. Oh, there you see. go. Mm -hmm. So they did drop it. You just didn't watch that particular show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, it is what it is. Oh, but like I said, what I really thought was I thought that was pretty interesting is that whole thing of okay, the people want Black Adam around. The JSA assuming that he's bad. 
So therefore, let's bring him in. But the people want him there because he is fighting off the oppressive forces that the J. It was a good line. I think the woman said, you know, like we like we to the former, she was saying something to to the extent of we don't see Superman coming in here, you know, trying to liberate us. You know, here come Black Adam doing it. So, you know, leave him alone type situation, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty interesting, like that whole kind of, you know. I mean, I, I did appreciate it. It like you could apply a lot of um uh politics around skin color and racism to this movie, which was nice if you start to really dive into it. And I think that that line about Superman not coming in to to save the people of color that he's primarily only around saving white people. Um, at least that's what I read into it. Maybe yeah. I was, maybe I was reading too much into it, but yeah, that's but, how, yeah. I, that's how <laughs> I was translating that line. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, t- to the, I think he was saying, she was saying that in the form of like, yeah, Superman or what did those justice league people, you know, not really looking at their situation and they need to be liberated you know so like oh we'll get to them later <laughs> uh but yeah it right. like- well, and, well and that was like at the beginning of the movie when they sent the justice league in to, to like capture black adam it's like i'm sorry why are we capturing the black man who's who's helping his people like that to <laughs> me felt very just seems like want to oppress people of color uh not help the little man Right. Yeah. That, I thought. Yeah. I thought that was pretty. Pretty interesting. I was like, "Huh." They actually kind of said a little something with this movie. That's pretty interesting. Um. And then you know, and then the way Black Adam protect his people. Right. It's like okay, that the outsider do gooder. You know, organization. Like okay, well, if you killing people, you're a villain. Right. It's like, you know, heroes don't kill. And the Black Adam's like, well, I do. You know, it's like, hey, I do. So this is what I thought. This, this is what I thought. Okay, Black Adam, for me, like his character at the beginning is if the Punisher has Superman powers. Right. That would be Black Adam. Because Black Adam just murks people. Like he don't be like, here, go to jail. He's just straight up killing everyone <laughs> yes agreed uh i would but doesn't doesn't batman kill people no he don't suppose i know the bat flag batman killed somebody but he don't suppose <laughs> to kill you know people that's why that's why there's arkham asylum because he never killed his villains he never oh, kills right, his villains. Right. Good, he always throw them in an asylum and then like two days later they break out and they do more crime you know so. good point good point <laughs> uh, but with all of the like buildings that superman and batman and all of those people destroy over in gotham you know people are dying i mean they're just not doing it as violently as black adam and black adam's only killing people because he's they're hurting the 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 little man yeah exactly right so but i mean i, I mean yeah, yeah i'm I know that I think in the comics, Black Adams is supposed to be like sort of a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I, honestly, if I was in his situation, I'd probably be doing the same thing, which is a good thing. I don't have any superpowers. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, maybe we, yeah, well, actually, on the flip side, we probably could use you and superpowers. A lot of people will be justifiably not around. <laughs> like, oh, he's missing? Ooh, that sucks. Anyway, <laughs> drinks, anyone. Um, but yeah, which, yeah, so now, like, you know, so now Black Adam is trying to, you know, trying to soften his stance a little bit and try to, you know, figure out teamwork and yada, 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 and all that stuff. So, because uh, every character have to have some kind of arc of change or else he would never truly grow as a hero as the playbook goes. Uh, so it's interesting. I wonder how, I wonder if, because I know Shazam is having a sequel next year. I wonder yeah. if they're going to kind of bring, you know, Black, Black Adam. Adam into the fold. Right. So because in the comic books, Black Adam and Shazam were arch enemies, like they're the ones mm-hmm. that fight against each other because they both um, say the word Shazam to get their powers. So one's supposed to be, again, major issue with this one's supposed <laughs> to be the light, mm-hmm. the the good side, which is the white dude and the bad side, which is a black dude. Come on. like Just such simple writing. <laughs> 50s comic book writers pull your heads out of your asses. Well, you you nailed it on the head. It was fifth. It was writing in the 50s. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, but hopefully, you know, it kind of evolves. You would hope. Fingers crossed. (laughs) And stuff. Uh, But yeah. So yeah. So they started off as you know arch you know arch rivals, and then I think. Black Adam kind of shifted to more of an anti-hero over time. You know, he's still rough around the edges, but he'll, you know, he'll help the Justice League here and there, you know, periodically, you know, if they need it. But for the most part, he'd just like be in his own space and don't want to be bothered. Until the Justice League like really need him. Like, oh, can you help us out with this dude? Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Black Adam's first appearance uh in DC comics was in nineteen forty-five. Uh so it was the forties villain, forties comic book writers that need to pull their heads out of their asses. I guess I guess systemic racism was really all over the place at that point in time. So it makes sense that they would make a black person the evil villain. <laughs> you know, yeah, a person of color. Because I think in the comics back in the day, wasn't he like slightly kind of tan to to insinuate that he wasn't all white? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They didn't they didn't use like the peach uh crayon. Uh <laughs> so he had more melon to to make it look like that he wasn't a white person. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and then I mean, should we talk about like the post-credit scene? I know I watched the post-credit scene, but I don't remember what it, what it was. I've blocked that out. What, what, right. what, ha- what happened so, in it? Okay, well, people are watch at this point. So, all right. So the post-credit scene is, uh, like a, a what you call it? One of those, um. One of those drones kind of fly up to Black Adam and then an image, you know, uh, displays over the drone in the form of Amanda Waller. 
And then May- oh, I didn't watch the post credit scene. I- oh, okay. Oh. Well, I go, I go, I go. So it's it's not like when you like the scroll up credits. Like, did you the post credit? The post credit is like after you know when it kind of like the flashy graphics and the title cards. And then yeah. when it says Black Adam, and then it goes to the post credit scene. Oh yeah, I, told, I totally turned it off before then. Okay, no, yeah, oh yeah, just 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 skip to you know after the after the flashy title cards when a movie goes off before okay. before it scrolls into like rolling credits. It's between the rolling okay. credits and the yeah and the uh, cards. Got it. Yeah, got it. it. Got it. It's like it's like it's like. A minute and a half, but all right, I ain't gonna spoil it again. Um, okay, yeah, but it seemed like if James Gunn, who is now you know taking reins over at DC, uh, if he stick to what's set up in the post credits, I think it may pan out to be something pretty good but we'll see what what he does how he's well but so but this past week um they were like they canceled a bunch of things and like all of that is in flux right now so they may have filmed that that scene before like all the thing was everything was reworked canceled because there was supposed to be like a Wonder Woman three, and that that was canceled. Yeah. See, but then again, I heard, but then again, now I'm reading that the movie wasn't canceled, but now they're saying like the treatment that was presented to them, they like I guess they said no to like yeah, the that, treatment that's, for the, that's that's the PR people trying to say, yeah. save face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 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 That's true. Of course. Like they have to do spins. Like no, 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 no. But now they better get another freaking Wonder Woman. Like, like I would be so mad if I do another one. Like I don't care how you do it, but gal, I need more gal in my life. Like doing Wonder Woman stuff. So, anywho. So yeah, but we'll see what happens. But like I said, this uh, the post credits of this particular movie definitely. Can have a it sets up a little more connectivity, I think, if he goes with that. But I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, what is our rating? Uh, sit on the sofa and watch it with the family. Have it on in the background, or just avoid it. Go outside and get on with your life. <laughs> I mean, look, I would I would group this as the same class as a Fast and Furious movie in that. I've worked my ass off all week. I'm completely brain dead. I don't have the energy to do anything else. And I want some like really great mind candy. I'm going to put on black, black Adam because the action scenes, the fight scenes are totally fun. You know, there's some story thrown in to keep the movie going, but you're there just like fast and furious movie for the, the action. Yeah. So, so, so you, so you able to sit there? I mean, on that yeah, principle? Yeah. Yeah, I'll sit down. Okay. Give me a whiskey. Give me an edible. Let me sit here, <laughs> be brain dead, and and watch people fight. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I definitely give that. Like, definitely solely based off just pure mindless escapism. Sit. Yeah. Sit. Just sit. Sit down and just have fun. You know, like. Yeah, it, like 
it wasn't trying really hard to be more than what it is. It is a fun, mindless action movie. And sometimes on a Friday night, that's exactly what you need. <laughs> exactly. Now, now, like watching it, like, so I, I, I'm going to tell you straight up, after it went off, I'm like, you know, this movie isn't bad as people like was saying it was. You know? No, I, I, I really did enjoy enjoy the movie. It, yeah. It's a PG thirteen, so it it's a good movie to watch with the family. You know, everyone's gathering for the for one of the many different holidays this month, whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, um, whatever it might be that you're celebrating. Mm-hmm. And if you want a family safe movie, I feel like this is a good one to sit down with everyone, and you'll enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it, have fun, watch the action, you know. Yeah, it has some humor in it, so yeah. Uh, yeah. And you and for the ladies in the room, you know, for, for grandma, <laughs> you have Pierce Brosnan to look at. For the younger younger kids, you have um uh Noah Centino at the Adam Smasher. I think a lot of the younger millennials, Gen X is like him. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Gen, for for Gen X, we have Hodge and Johnson, so and and Brosnan. I guess Gen X has a lot, lot more to choose from. Yeah, yeah, we got all yeah, got all three. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. I yeah, I, I really thought yeah, it was really entertaining. And that's the thing. That's why I I need to watch a movie. Like I cannot. I cannot rely on Rotten like I cannot because if I was just solely leaning towards that and it didn't really get it didn't get a good at all like it got eviscerated like eviscerated in Rotten like it was like at a thirty or something like or lower or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it, ha- it has the same number of stars of the the movie we reviewed last week, which to me is just absurd because yes. it's so much fucking better than that movie. Totally, totally. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, people. Like, this is so far better movie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in other like, words, like the writing is better. The commentary <laughs> on on race relations on one percent versus nine percent. All of that is sexism. All of that is better. Black Adam than. Thank whatever, you, darling. Yeah, whatever the hell, don't worry, darling, was trying to say, which I, to this day, I can't even tell you what the hell that movie was trying to say. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so people, I had, okay, that's why I didn't see it in theaters because I was like, oh man, the Ryan Tomato score is like, oh, this is just not looking good. People just not liking this movie. And then, like, I watched it. Actually, me and my mother, we, well, we watched it while I was in Chicago. My mom was like, oh, you got anything to watch? I'm like, oh, I got Black Adam. I'm like, well, I, we watched it and went off. Mom was like, I thought that was good. I'm like, actually, I thought that was good, too. I'm like, huh. I was, like, baffled. Like, this is actually a pretty entertaining movie. You're like, interesting. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Black Adam, I'm sure it's probably going to be on HBO Max or something like that very soon. Well, it... You you can buy it or rent it on uh, Amazon Prime right now um, or iTunes. So if you want to pay twenty dollars, you can do that. Or yeah, it will probably be on HBO Max in a couple months. Yeah, or a couple of but, weeks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so yeah, there you have it. Like I do. Uh, yeah, we give, we give it a recommendation, and just based off of what Jim was saying, like it's just a good. Roller coaster, 
you know, just strap in, you know, just click up the rails and just get ready for the drop and the twists and turns. There's nothing beyond that. If you enjoyed the ride, it did its job. And I think that's what Black Adam did. Yeah, it's not trying to be a fucking Oscar movie. Just go <laughs> watch a movie and have fun. People need to fucking relax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like don't try to bring Lawrence Arabia sensibilities into Black Adam, people. It is not that movie. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we'll catch you next week with another one. Until then, with everyone safe travels, physical distancing, and uh, keep wearing those masks. It's deadly out there. Yes. Peace.